podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Not Chelsea nil, Nottingham Forest's B team one. Welcome to the player ratings. Good morning, good evening, or good night, wherever in the world you are. Whatever time of day you're watching this, welcome to the player ratings. Where Chelsea finished nil and Nottingham Forest won with Alanga scoring a beautiful goal. And guys, guys, yeah, sorry I'm late. We had to add Tavares into the player ratings. Apologies, apologies, but better late than never. Better late than never. Get your player ratings in, guys. It's pinned to the chat or exclamation mark rate in the chat. And if you're watching along later with your cigars lit, put your ratings in the in the comments. We'll check them out as well. Um, and I've, I've got to say, and massive thank you there to Delete the Elite for the gifted sub. It's gone to the legend that's Ant the Hat. Welcome back to the memberships, Ant. Hope you well, and thank you as always, Delete the Elite, for your generosity. All right, so let, let's get into this and let's talk about the game. And the first half, I found it quite boring, to be honest. It's exactly what we expected. Bit of low block football and Chelsea there. There's confirmation of Ant the Hat. Chelsea were just huffing and puffing, created a couple of chances where they were getting in behind the fullbacks, and uh, but then they were crossing the ball in and there was literally no one in there. Um, and then they were like pushed back to shots from the edge of the box. We should have been closing down those shots from the edge of the box, but they were going high, wide and ugly. It's absolutely fine. And then the thing I feared, the only thing I feared was the first 10 minutes of the second half where we traditionally will give away a goal in those first 10 minutes. Talk about full circle. Forrest go and score in the first 10 minutes of the half. And I lit the cigar then and there. I just did not feel like Chelsea had a goal in them. I felt they could have huffed and puffed all day long. The old big bad wolf story with the three little pigs. And they were going nowhere. I am telling you now, if the game was still going right now, right now. In fact, if you're watching this two, three hours into the future, hello, welcome to Back to the Future. They still wouldn't have scored. They just looked so blunt up front and Forrest looked so comfortable. And where this low blocked work block worked today was that it was narrow. It was pushing them wide and they couldn't get through the middle. I got to say, Worrell, best performance I've seen from him this season. Um, and, and don't forget, don't forget, he's going through a lot himself as well off the field. McKenna looks like the McKenna we remember from the championship. And then Bolly. Bolly's been solid all season for me. And then you got the um, the three in the middle. Look, I'll say Danilo does not look fit. He shouldn't have been played. He shouldn't have been played when they're saying that um, he had a hamstring injury. And I'm worried that's him out for six to eight weeks. You know, so that's that for me is the negative. There's not much negative, to be honest. That's what I've got for you guys. And Mangala and Yates put in a really solid performance in the middle. And then up front, Awanyi, for the first half, on his own, really, back, backed up against sometimes three Chelsea defenders holding the ball up well. In fact, make it four because the ref was completely 
on their side. Should have been so many bookings given to the Chelsea players. But he did what he could do there. I will say MG Dub, eh, I am worried about that, but let's not get into that for now. But then the second half, once the goal goes in, and what a fantastic goal it was. You know what? The finish was good. The through ball was good. But for me, the key to the goal was Mangala and Yates pressing higher up the pitch, forcing the mistake. I can't remember which Chelsea player it was. Forcing that mistake, turning the ball over, getting it into a one year, and he lays a lovely through ball into Alanga. And you know what? I, I am I'm disappointed for a one year that he hasn't got his eight and eight, but it shows you the unselfish nature of the guy that he's more concerned about what happens to the team than the goal record. And for Alanga to score, that's going to do him the world of good because He's come across from Man U with the label of really good in the build-up, really good at tracking back, but his finishing needs work. And a goal gives you confidence. And that's what he's going to get. Look, maybe it made him a little overconfident. There was a couple of times Kyote got vexed at him when he didn't lay the ball off and he took the shot. But I didn't mind that because they were not going to score. 1-0 was plenty, plenty enough. So look, solid performance. I fully expected us to lose today. But then again, but then again, I have said Forrest will finish seventh or eighth in the table. And where are we? We're ninth. So we're bang on course to be exactly where I predicted. And let's remember, let's remember, that's the first win away from home since January against Southampton. Talk about Jewett. Talk about Jewett. If you guys are joining late, if you haven't seen the goal, if you remember exclamation mark goal and you can see the goal exclamation mark rate, get your player ratings in. We're about to get into it. And let's go, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Um, Marky boy with the 12 months. Where's that year gone, bro? Yatesy and Warrell immense today. Alanga on fire. Get your super chats in if you've got any burning comments you want to make on the uh, game. But yeah, what, what's a what's a great, great win? What a great win. Look, is it the style of play I like? No. But do I have a problem with it against these so-called big six teams, the billionaires that are Chelsea? No. We've always said, and we've said, I think, consistently, that against these teams, you are going to have to stomach a bit of low block football. It is what it is. It's what we do at home. That's the concerning side um, on that. But three points in the bag, Forest up to ninth. And it's been, guys, can, can you think of a better 24 hours we've had? Well, I suppose the Palace game, the Arsenal game. But I'm going to put it up there. I'm going to put it up there. This has been one of the most enjoyable 24 hours since the season has started that I've personally had as a Forest fan. I'm sure a lot of you would probably agree. Bringing in the beast that is Sangare, bringing in all those other key signings yesterday, and we put out our B team. And I say it jokingly before all the moaners. I say it to take the piss out of Chelsea. That's what I'm saying it for. So yeah, as Shipstone says, could it nick something from Arsenal and from Old Trafford? We could be sitting top of the league right now. You know what I'm saying? But... But Chelsea, 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 what are you doing? For those Chelsea fans standing and hiding in the chat right now, what are you doing with sorry Miss Jackson, man? 
literally lead singer of the Outcast band. What a crap striker he is. Misses an absolute sitter. I gotta say, Worrell marshaled him big time today. He was so comfortable again. Oh yeah, Casado was playing. Casado? 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 How many times have I changed my pants in the last 24 hours? Mark, I'll just let him go dry, man. I'll <laughs> just let him go dry lately. But yeah, guys, um, let's get into those player ratings. Uh, this is going to be fun and interesting. And I'm going to be objective about it. This isn't going to be like straight tens around the box because there were a couple of poor performances. We can agree or disagree. It doesn't really matter. That's the whole point of this. But before we get started, there is freaking over 500 of you in here. In you, of you, of you, in here, in here, of you. We've got 50 likes. So guys, sort that out, please. Get that like, get those likes up, get that algorithm spreading. Much, much appreciated. And make sure you're subscribed if you're new to Forest Fan TV. All right, shall we do this, guys? Shall we get into the player ratings? This is going to be fun. Uh, 51 now. Thank you very much, Mark. Keep those going up. Keep those going up. Um, I've got to say, Turner had nothing to do. I can't think of a guillotine chance. I'd say the, the, the hardest he had to work was the chance. I think it was silver, the defender where he had a shot near post and he had to get his kind of, it was like a forearm block to it. Brucey, how you doing, bro? Good to see you in here. Um, he got his forearm to it. Outside of that, he looked so comfortable. He looked so comfortable. Yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit chaotic with the sorry Miss Jackson miss. But I, I think, look, we've had to score him down before when he's played well because he's conceded goals as part of the team. I think it's only fair we score him up. When he's kept his clean sheet, and congratulations to him, his first clean sheet in the forest colours. And therefore, I'm going to give him, I think I'm going to give him a solid 8 out of 10 for me. I think he had a solid performance. Is he still, is he going to be number one choice with uh, Vlacodemus coming in? We'll have to wait and see. But I'm going with an 8 for him. But more importantly, what have you guys in the chat gone with for Turner? And. Exact match. Well done, chap. Finally, finally, you see eye to eye with me and and you're spot on. I think you guys have got it right on the money there. Congratulations to you guys. Finally getting a score correct. Well done. We both matched there. Let's see if we can keep that pattern up. And you guys have gone. Let's get that on the board for the latecomers who want to know if they've missed it. Eight for Matthew Turner. Great performance. Very good. Very impressive. And let's move this forward. Um, okay, it was, it was it was right back. Aurier. Uh, I've got to say I'm having a few doubts about him. Not not bad. Not bad. Not great. I feel he got in behind quite a few times, especially in the first half. Um, am I being harsh? I don't think I am. I don't think I am. They were getting in behind down that right hand, our right hand channel, their left hand side. And had they had a striker who wasn't from the outcasts, then he may have, they may have scored one or two goals. 
Uh, I, I, I'm six for me. A six. Got to be fair. We got to be objective. Um, we've got you know Gonzalo Montiel, the World Cup winner in behind. We still got Nico Williams. It's not a position we should have a problem with, to be honest, guys, because we got so much backup for it. So at some point, I reckon Gonzalo will make the switch into that position. I'm giving him a six out of ten. You guys have gone. Keep those votes coming in. This is a live vote system. Only on FFTV do you get this kind of crap. Literal crap. So make sure you get those votes in. 6.8. Okay, we're slightly apart, not miles apart. Um, I went for a... What did I go for? Someone remind me. I went for a 6. You guys went for a 6.8. Okay, let's get those scores up. Keep those votes coming in and make sure you've hit that like button. And if you're new to Forest Band TV... Hit that subscribe button as well. All right. So, Aurier is six. Now, let's talk about Worrell in a second. Once I bring him up, let's get Worrell up. Let's get Worrell up. Steph with the five pounds. Steph Plant. Well done, lads. Absolutely. Great job from the lads. Thank you so much for the five pounds. Really appreciate it. If you got any thoughts on the game, get those, get those super chats in. Piss at us, Wolverine. What? I, I'm still waiting for all the apologies for how nervous you lot were. Like, you lot were shameful. Shameful today, honestly. I told you we've won this. I called it early. And yeah, jinxerine, jinxerine, jinx. I don't know where you lot got this label from. I really don't. Anyway, Worrell. I gotta say, didn't really put a foot wrong. There was one challenge where I just kind of caught the half of the, uh, like the end of it. I don't know what happened. It looked like he went through the back of someone. But um, I think best performance of the season for me. He looked, you know what it was with him today? He looked calm. And when he plays calm, I think that's when he's in his element. It's when he's flustered, where he starts to panic and makes mistakes. Do I still think... He should be starting. I'd say no. I'll be straight with you guys. Not with the upgrades um, we've brought in. Do I? Uh, do you guys think it was a pen? I only saw the back of it, Kyle. I didn't see the replay. I was don't know what I was doing. I was probably looking at the picture of Sangare that I've got on my wall. But yeah, I, I think look really assured, really solid performance. Um, when he plays calm, he's a different kettle of fish to when he panics. To when he panics. You're not saying no in the chat for a pen. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it, but I'm going all Arsene Wenger there. I'm going to give Worrell, I think I'll give him an 8 out of 10. Really good performance. Um, he's got a lot going on. Really good to see that he pulled that performance. You guys have gone 8.3. Not a million miles off. We're there or thereabouts. Let's get those scores up on the board. You guys went 8.3 as I'm doing that. Those of you who haven't hit the like friendly reminder please do hit that like button okay eight 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 for Worrell and then let's move it up to who is next William William Bolly he, he for me has been the standout defender of the season so far I've messed this up give me one second there we go yeah I, I think oh crap he's been the standout defender for me so far and again, he's just solid. He's just solid for me. I can't think of anything he did wrong today, yet again. Sometimes he got a little bit 
a little bit of a rush of blood, and he was very high up the pitch. Don't mind it. Don't mind it. I'm, I'm going to match him with Worrell. To be honest, I'm probably just going to match all three of the centre-backs with eights. Wow, loads of nines from you guys. Did you go that high? I'm, I'm being objective, guys. I'm, I'm objective. I'm going an eight for Bolly as well. Where did you guys go? Why are you not saying nines and tens? Have you had your votes? Because you're averaging out at an 8.3 here. Um, injured as still heading things 10. Whole defense was classed as Ben. Uh, you've got Warrell's score the wrong way round. Oh, I have, haven't I? Sorry, apologies. All right, I'll fix that. I'll fix that. Which one? So that should be an eight. See, that's what I like. That's what I like. Someone who's keeping a proper eye on exactly what's going on on the stream. Not you lot who are there just using it as entertainment, yeah? This is meant to be interactive. We're meant to call each other out. We're meant to keep things good and professional on here. All right, let's get that up. 8.0. Up it goes for Bolly. Wait, no, you guys said 8.3. I'm Right, I'll tell you what. After this, I'm having a nap. I can't remember what sleep feels like. Wait, wait, wait. What did you guys go for? What did you guys go for, Worrell? Ah, uh, you've gone 8.3. I can't be bothered to change it. Forget the professionalism. Okay. Let's move on to McKenna. McKenna. Would you guys agree? Best game? Oh, uh, oh it's, it's gone. The professionalism is gone. Uh, again, I'd say with McKenna, best game this season. Uh, let's be honest. Him and Worrell have had shaky games this season. Well, I'm probably going to give him an eight as well. I think the whole back three were quite solid today. I'm going to say eight. Clean sheet as well. That helps. Um, a few of you saying he was the weakest link out of the three. And I, I'm going to be fair on him. I'm going to give him an eight. I think I think good performance today from McKenna. What would you guys say? He didn't do anything wrong. What did he do wrong? Sometimes his pass, passing was a little backwards and sideways, but... Yeah, you've learned to live with it at the moment. I'm going an eight. You guys have gone 7.1. Little harsh. Did he make any mistakes? Did he make any mistakes? I didn't. I can't remember any. What do you got? Oh, well, look at that. Last time he was a four and a half. This time he's an eight. What, what I'll say about our defense is... These defenders need to start becoming more consistent. I think that's a fair, a fair thing to chuck at them. You know, you can't have a four and a half one game and then move to a seven or an eight on the next game. It, it needs to be, it needs to be more consistent. And what I will say is yesterday was probably a rocket up the ass for McKenna and Worrell. Seeing the defenders coming in, competition for places is extremely important. You can't, you know, you get complacent. And we'll talk about someone who I feel is being complacent, who has no competition for places in just a second. But I think it's really important. And this is why I was saying all summer, when we recruit, we need to recruit ahead of the players we've already got. Try to recruit players who are going to push that, um, that starting 11. Therefore, it creates competition. And therefore, it forces everyone to raise their game together and that's extremely important in my opinion and i did say we're going to need to spend around 100 million and guess what i was right anyway 
Let's move on. Let's talk about Einar. Look, Einar, I'll be honest with you guys. You guys are waxing lyrical about him today. For me, I thought he was decent, but not brilliant. He gave a few cheap fouls away for me. Um, misplaced a few passes. I mean, you could probably level that at a lot of the Forest team. Uh, I'll probably notch him down one on the centre backs. I'll probably say he was about a seven. I got no problems with him whatsoever. No problems with him whatsoever. I think he was good, but there's just little bits of tidying up that needs to happen in his passing. Sometimes a little rash in the tackles. So for me, I'm going to give him a seven out of ten. Um, what have you guys gone? Well, there's my seven. You guys have gone seven point six. So probably quite a few of you there have uh, given him eights and stuff, but fine. Um, so I've gone a seven. And you guys have gone a 7.6. Okay. So let's move into the midfield. And who's up first? Ryan Yates. Let's just get Ryan Yates up. Uh, probably for me, his best performance this season. Uh, he was really nibbling at them. The only thing that annoyed me about him was that silly yellow card he picked up on a tackle that didn't need to be done. Um, outside of that, I thought I thought the press was a lot better, a lot better today. Um, overall, he was a lot calmer, played well, and I d and you gotta remember, like that midfield quite early on turned into a two with him and Mangala. Uh, once Danilo went off injured. And I don't feel at any stage could were Chelsea playing through the middle of us. I felt down the spine, down the middle of the track there, we were really solid. We were really solid. So solid? Solid. So solid crew. So I thought that was his best performance of the season so far. Just the one minus point I've got for him was that silly tackle to give away the yellow card. Like the free kick they did was terrible. Hey, Steve Cook, I heard you went off injured today. Thank you so much for the gifted membership. And that has gone to Tyler. Congratulations, Tyler. If you haven't seen the goal, Tyler, exclamation mark goal. And for anyone who wants to see the goal, exclamation mark goal, if you are a member. And there's confirmation of it. So what am I going to give Yates? I'm going to give him a massive 8 out of 10. I thought it was really good. 8 out of 10 for Yates today. Again, again. You need to change Aurea over to 6.8. All right, got it, got it, got it, got it. Six. I've done those the wrong way around as well. Okay, okay, I'll do it in a sec. So I'm going to give Yates an 8 out of 10. Well, what did you guys give him? 8.01. That's very specific, chat. That's very... All right, you want the justice for bloody... Hold on, my God. All right, what did I... I gave him a 6, didn't I? There. Are you not happy? My God, man. There, 6.8. Justice for Aurier. Justice has been complete. All right. We couldn't be closer if we tried on Yates. I gave him, you gave him an 8.01. I'm going to round that. So that's an 8.0. And now you lot are going to say I've taken 0 0.01 off him, but I don't care. I don't care. And what did I say? He was an 8. So let's get the 8 up. Okay. Danilo. Guys, Danilo didn't look good today. I'm sorry to bring the mood down, but he didn't. And was this to do 
with the there we go justice for yates they've started they've started was this to do with the injury probably now this for me is a big negative today because cooper did say in his conference that he was carrying he had he didn't like elaborate but he said there was a hamstring injury so why was he risked and now he's gone off with what to me clearly looked like a hamstring injury and he just doesn't look up to speed with the pace of the game and he was being played like for for the times I noticed him, he was on the right hand side. And it just did. And the rest of the time, I just I honestly was trying to find him at some points on the pitch and I was struggling to find him. Yeah, I remember chatting to you guys when you lot told me he was definitely playing. And I'm like, where? Where? Just didn't see him. I'm worried the role he's currently playing is turning him into the new Froiler. And that does worry me. But. In terms of his performance, not great. Not great. I think I'm going to give him a five. But my question really is, why was he on the pitch in the first place if there was talks of a hamstring injury? Now, they would have done their due diligence. You would expect them to have checked him and the medical staff cleared him and everything. But it is slightly worrying. But he was a five for me. Um, and I didn't notice much of him. You guys have gone 5.9. Okay. 5.9. Where's what? What did I go? Five. I'm so tired. All right. Five, 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 five. And you guys went 5.9. Okay. Uh, do you guys agree with me? He's morphing into a Froiler, says Ben. He's been off all season playing back, etc. Injuries excuse for early play. Not. Um, what else are you not saying? And got. Elanga should have passed to Wood twice as crypto. We'll get onto all of that. We'll get onto all of that. We'll get onto all of that. Okay, let's move on. Let's keep this flowing. Mangala again today, I thought was really good. Um did did gas a little. I gotta be honest with you guys. It was a bit a bit reminiscent of last year where he just didn't seem to go through and he did get subbed off, didn't he? One minute did he go off in? Uh where are we? Let me just check. There's the subs. He went off. Did he go off? He did go off. 72nd minute. 72nd minute he went off. And he was gassing at that stage. He was gassing. Um, probably, like I would say, good for 55 minutes, then gassed. To me, he looked like he went a little on the 55 minute mark. I'm going to give him a 7 though, because you got to remember once Danilo went off, it was him and Yates that had to hold a two-man midfield down, which does prove to you something that we can play in a two-man midfield. We can. If it's done correctly, we can. So I'm going to give Mangala a 7 out of 10 from me. And I think you guys will match me. Not quite. 6.6. .6. All right, let's get those scores up on the board. So I went, so maybe, am I being too kind on him? I don't know. I don't know. And the hat, the legend. Thank you so much for the four ninety nine. Let's just get the scores up. Yeah, bro, you were, you were, but you kind of, you just didn't renew it, bro. But worked out nicely in the end, and thank Delete the Elite for it. Okay, so that's the midfield done. 
And thank you again for the 499, bro. We really do appreciate the support you showed the channel. You're a legend. Okay, we I, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be a bit critical here of um Morgan Gibbs White. I'm going to say pretty much throughout the whole of this season, he's not been at it for me. Is he still got some some rust from his adventures with England? I don't know. Am I being harsh? Are you guys going to agree with me? It's, it's that he's not doing the simple things. That's probably starting to frustrate me. And I've been, I've been blocking it out. I've had blinkers on about it a lot. But I've got to say that the flicks and the tricks need to stop the simple passes need to start. They look nice when they come off, but it's like a one in 15 right now. It's a one in 15. And this is the, this is a problem I've got is that we don't have someone pushing him in his position. He will start by default. He will stay on for 90 minutes by default. And everyone who criticized Dennis for not passing, should also be criticizing Morgan Gibbs White for not passing. And I, I still think he's our most talented player. I still love him. I still do have MGW goggles. I'm not going to deny that. But his plus sides today was that he tracked back well. He, um, his attitude looked good on the pitch. But he's got to just, he's got to, if he, the thing he needs to understand is if he simplifies what he's doing, he will look even better on the pitch for me. That, that's the thing with him. He will look way better playing simpler football than trying to get those, those clip moments. You know that you end up seeing, you see on Soccer Saturday, the taxi stuff and all that. It's too much. It's too much. There was one, the one that really annoyed me was in the first half where there was literally no one behind him and he flicks it on. He does a back heel flick over where he had his back to the Chelsea defender, could have held the ball up for a second, laid it off, and then built up an attack um, from that. So I'm going to give him a six. I think I'm going to give him a six for me. Um, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. What do you guys go? What do you guys go? What do you guys go? You went 6.6 .6 for Morgan Gibbs White. Okay. So you guys are scoring a little bit higher than me. Well, Crypto's gone 5.83. Um, can someone please check on the like count for me while I'm just putting all your scores in? Let's make sure those likes are getting up. And then let's move on to the wonder, the wonder striker. That is our knee, who unfortunately didn't get his eight and eight. But I think we saw in him today so something even better, something even better for me. One ninety four. Let's get that over two hundred. Let's get that over two hundred, guys. What what I really liked about him today was. You've seen players before who start going on these streaks and they start to become extremely selfish because they've got it in the back of their mind. And what I respect about what he did today was that at no point was he really worried about the streak. Like I just felt he was playing for the team. He was doing the ugly work, especially in that first half. He was holding the ball up, playing with uh, his back to goal. He he is outmanning those Chelsea defenders time in time out. In fact, the ref was helping specifically, specifically against 
Taiwo. The ref was giving them free kicks that were not free kicks at all. And he gets the assist for Elanga's first goal. And I just think, I think he's becoming more well-rounded. There's a couple of times where he did the Bambi on ice. He fell over, over the ball. Um, one time that springs to mind. But overall, what, what he allows you to do as well is create that headache in the back of the minds of your opponent's defenders where they can't overcommit. Now, why he came off after 60 minutes or whatever it was, I don't know. I don't know. I've got to say I would have kept him on. As I said on the stream, a 50% energy um, Taiwo for me is still better than a fully fresh wood. It really is. So I personally would have kept him on. But in the time he was on there, I'll give him an 8 out of 10. Maybe even an 8.5. He's, he's, he's starting to turn into a complete striker. And you, ne you don't usually get strikers who are as strong as him and as fast as him. Usually you end up with one or the other. It's very rare that you get both. Can't be a bit of freshwood. Absolutely. You guys have gotten 7.93. Keep those votes coming in if you haven't voted already. They all still count. So why is that? Okay. Um, where was where was the check on me doing the Morgan Gibbs White thing? All right. What did, what did I say? I said eight, didn't I? Okay. Eight out of ten for me on him. And you guys have gone 7.9. You're not a harsh man. You're not a harsh. Where is that? 7.9. Let's get that there. All right, cool. So that was your first team. Let's get into the subs. And this one's going to be interesting. The first sub of the day was Alanga, who came on for um, Danilo. And I do feel that this changed the game. Because suddenly, yeah, look, firstly, him and Awanyi seem to have clicked very quickly. I do feel there's some decent chemistry between those two. I really do. And I like what I'm seeing between the two of them. I am going to say it again. Alanga should be starting. Full stop. He's, look, he was selfish. He was selfish in the second half. There was... There was times where he got laid off. I think Czech Kyote was one of them. And there was another chance. I can't remember the exact ins and outs of it. But he was really good. The finish at the time to me looked very weak. Like watching it in real time. I was like, whoa, he's dribbled that one in, man. It reminded me of Pro Evolution Soccer 4. That's how he used to finish with uh, R9 back in the day. Just uh, gently finesse it, dribble it into the corner. It was a great, it was a good, but when you watch it back on the replay, it was exactly what he was intending to do. He slotted it into the far corner and it's the composure he had. I think that's the key thing for the goal. One, he split their defense. They literally looked like pants being ripped straight down the middle. He went in between there. But the bit for me that that was the best bit of the goal was the way he ran around the ball and kind of opened up his body and then slotted it into the bottom right corner. And that was nice, calm, lovely football from him and Awanyi. It was lovely. It wasn't a dribbler. He slotted it, says Ant. Lovely. Yeah, dribblers, so you'd need to have played Pro Evolution Soccer 4 and 5, man. If you did, you know what I'm talking about. What am I going to give him? He's a 9 out of 10. No, he's an 8 out of 10 for me. Sub rule. He should have laid the ball off. He should have laid the ball off. Adriano on PES 4. My God, Adriano, the Brazilian. I'm going to go an 8 out of 10 uh, for Elanga. I'm using the sub rule as well. 
I'm using the sub rule as well. You guys have gone 8.8 .8 for Elanga. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scold you guys for that. I think that's fair enough. I love Pez. Oh my god. You lot I've taken you lot down memory lane here. But yeah, Elanga, maybe even a candidate for man of the match. We'll get into that in a second. Okay, let's move it forward. Who is next on? Wood. Christopher Wood. I did not notice him. <laughs> I didn't notice him. I still don't know why he came on. Um, did, it, did he do anything wrong? Not really. Did he do anything right? Not really. I just don't know. He could have been squared by Elanga. That was one of the chances, wasn't it? That was one of the chances. I'm just going to give him a sub appearance. I'll be straight with you guys. Didn't really notice him in the match. I was already cigar lit and everything. So what's the sub rule? Five out of ten for me for Chris Wood. You guys have gone 5.7. So you must have seen something that impressed you or you forgot about the sub rule. One or the other. Sub rule six did clear a cross, says Big Mike. Yeah, he did. That was quite late on in the game. That was like his first contribution, wasn't it? Uh, Wood is five, says Simon. Uh, come on, Bryson. What a Bryson beating Newcastle. All right, you can focus. Forest are more important. Shame on you guys watching the football instead of focusing on the only important team in the world. Anyway, anyway, that was Chris Wood. Next up was Montiel. Montiel came on. Is that his official Premier League debut today? I think it was. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be truthful with you guys again. By that time, you lot were like proper trolling me in the chat. I, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna give a subs performance five. Average five. Thank you, Firefly, for subscribing. I'm gonna give him a five. Is that harsh? I don't know. I didn't notice him. I'll, I'll be straight with you guys. I didn't notice him. Did he do did, chat? Did I miss something? Did I miss something? We were so comfortable by this day. What minute did he come on? He came on in the 72nd minute. We were comfortable, man. We were comfortable. And I'm just going to say a 5 out of 10 uh, for him. Sub 5, which is basically a 6. Uh, you guys went a 6.06. .06. Hmm. You love forgetting the sub rule. You love forgetting the sub rule. But you got a 6.6. .6. Okay, who came on next? Chat, you're going to have to start helping me out here. I think it was Tavares, wasn't it? Tavares. Okay, um, he picked up a yellow, didn't he? Um, overall, look, I've, I've said what I've said about him. I'm not going to judge him yet. He does need to be defensively a lot better for me. But it's early days, whatever. He's getting the sub-5 rule for me as well. 5 out of 10. You guys went 6.02. I'm not going to judge him. I'm not going to judge him. It was like, what, 15 minutes. We were comfortable. We were fine. And then uh, who came on next? Who came on next, guys? Wait, did I put your score? Yeah, 6.2. It was check, wasn't it? Checkmates. Checkmates. Hold on. Check Kyote. I thought he was good today. I thought he was decent today. Uh, got up and down. Was in the box. I remember him doing a couple of clearances. I'm going to score him higher than the sub rule score. I'm going to give him for me a, a good solid six out of ten. Didn't make. I don't remember any errors or issues with him. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go six out of ten for check. You guys went six point one zero. Okay, we're not a million miles off. I'm seeing a few sevens from you guys in the chat. 
but out of the subs, I would have said, if I ordered the subs, I would have said Alanga was top dog from the bench, and then I would have put Czech Kyoto second in the hierarchy there, and then the rest were like, hit whatever. They were like a whatever for me. All right, so let's move this forward and let's get into Steve Cooper as I press the wrong buttons. You got to say, he got it spot on today. Spot on today. The uh, the flavor of the requirement today was going to be low block. But low block with no mistakes, and the team didn't make any mistakes. Um, that You know, there was the odd one here and there. But nothing, nothing that cost us anything. Um, I would still say the subs. Alanga came on early, but that was a force changed. And then the subs started with Chris Wood from the 65th minute. Still don't agree with that one. The rest were freshening up subs. I had no problems um, with that one at all. I will say Alanga coming on for Danilo probably did help to change the game. Result, 1-0. Solid performance and a clean sheet. Very rare we get a clean sheet away from home. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him an 8. I think an 8 for me, for Cooper. Three points in the bag. Good performance. Yeah, you know what it was today for me, guys? It was everything felt calm. I know you lot in the chat weren't calm, but I felt calmness. Even the bench looked quite calm. Yes, they did celebrate at the end of the game, but that's cool. But I think it was uh, I think it was a calm, steady Premier League like professional. That's the other word I'd use a professional performance all around. So if you are going to low block, you do have to be calm. You do have to cut out mistakes. And that's exactly what we did today. Bobby saying just watch the goal. Beautiful. Don't forget, if you are a member, you can see the goal exclamation mark goal. Let's do the fun bit now, guys. Oh, wait, let's see what you scored him. Sorry. You guys were an 8.1. All right, we're pretty much in and around the same mark there. So I think quite, quite accurate today. We've been not a million miles off each other, which is a rarity. All right, who do you guys want as your candidates for man in the match? I, I my, my candidate for man in the match would be Miss Jackson. It really would. But, you know, I guess we have to pick a Forest player. So you guys are saying, what, Worrell? Yeah, I'd say Worrell. Well, let's go by your scores. So you've got 8.3 for all, 8 v8, Bolly, and Alanga, I would guess, would be your choices. So we'll go Worrell, Yates, Alanga, and Bolly. Everyone good with that? Everyone good with that? Let's do it. Let me type it up. So we'll have Worrell, Yates, Alanga. I think this could be quite a split one. This could be quite a split one. Get your get your votes in now. Everyone vote because I think this one isn't as clear cut. So let's see what you guys go with. We'll give you guys a few seconds on that. To sort it out. Let's see how the votes are looking. Let's see how the votes are looking. At the moment, Worrell is just in the lead from Yates with Alanga in third place and Bolly. Bolly falling away a bit. 
Oh, Warrell's dropping a little, 31% versus 27% for Yates. Elanga making a late move here on 23%. I think Warrell's going to hold it, though. I'm going to leave the vote open for like 30 more seconds to give you guys a chance. Just click on the vote. It's in the live chat. If you're not looking, press it now. Warrell's pretty steady here, holding about a third of the vote. Yates in second place, 26%. Elanga, 25%. And Bali lagging behind a bit with 17%. Going once, going twice, your man of the match for Chelsea nil, Nottingham Forest one is Captain Fantastic himself, Joe Worrell. And I really do think that is quite fitting, guys, with the week he has had. And fair play to him. Look, as we always say on the channel, as we always say on the channel, if you play good, you get praised. If you play bad, you get critiqued. Joe Worrell played fantastic today. Deserves that man of the match. I, I think I would have agreed with you guys. I think I would have given it to Joe Worrell myself as well for if anyone cares about what my opinion was. But what a 24 hours it has been for us as a club. And as a fan base and as a community here on FFTV, I, I, I can't think of a crazier 24 hours than what we've had today. I really can't. Now, the question is, do you guys want the live stream tonight or do you want it tomorrow is the question. I'll leave that open to you guys. Let me know if the likes get over 300, then I'll know you guys want it today. If not. I will assume you want it tomorrow. But let's just have a quick recap, guys. Let's have a quick recap. Forrest signed seven players yesterday, at least, from my counting. Forrest then go and get the promise complete by Maranakis and bring in Sangare. FFTV and Tom help Forrest in the completion of that signing, which is just unbelievable. And then we go away from home to London. And we beat Chelsea, the billionaires, the 1.2 billion team, whatever they are, 1-0, and pick up our first away win since January last year. Today, yesterday, we doubled our squad size. Today, we doubled our away tally in the Premier League. And some of us may say that's with our B team. And that really is... Really exciting looking ahead. That's it for the games until Burnley. Don't forget there's an international break coming up next week. God, I hate these international pointless breaks. I really enjoyed the last 24 hours with you guys. I want to thank everyone who's contributed, be it in the chat, be it the panelists from yesterday, or be it whoever. It's been a fantastic, fantastic 24 hours. Let's leave everyone with a smile on our face. Happy, clappy, and ninth in the table. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll either catch you later or tomorrow. I'll speak to the FFTV boys and we'll come to a decision. We'll see you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.